0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the FightSite Interviews. Today, we have the pleasure of having Muhammad Usman uh, joining me. So first of all, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. Uh, before we begin, real quick, make sure you check out FightSite.com. You'll be treated to an, um, incredible articles uh, and analysis pieces, breakdowns uh, from just the most talented writers and analysts you'll see on the internet for mixed martial arts or any combat sports, make sure you check us out on Patreon. You can support us directly and you get access to the Discord server, tons of extra content, as well as you can ask uh, questions for the podcast and you can ask for special articles. And also we can break down your fight footage if that's what you want as well. Uh, Make sure you check us out uh, on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment, same thing for uh, Spotify, Apple, and Stitcher as well. Give us a high rating. We really appreciate it. All right, with that out of the way, uh, Mohammed. again, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm going to jump right into it. We have you for a limited amount of time. Uh, your background is that you were a high school wrestler. Uh, you wrestled in Texas. You were a second team all district or something like that. Can you give us a little bit of a background on your uh, wrestling accomplishments and why you switched from wrestling to doing football? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Wrestling, uh, I was first team all district. Oh, wrestling. right. Yeah, yeah I was I was uh I was ranked number one heavyweight, in you know, in uh in Texas in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I lost, I, I got second in state.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I
1: lost double overtime to a guy named John Joffrey. You know, he fought he fought at Katie Cinco Ranch, and it's crazy because you know you remember those losses. You know, I know the guy's full name, everything. And, uh, <laughs> I lost, I lost double overtime by a Grand B roll. You know, he, he 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 did a Grand B roll, rolled out, and that's how I lost. So uh, I'll never forget it. You know, but uh. Yeah, wrestling was very wrestling came very natural to me, man. I loved it, and uh, but football was really, you know, it was my ticket. You know, mm-hmm. it was my ticket to go to college, to go to a high level college, and uh, and make something of myself. So uh, you know, I went the football route.
0: Uh, that makes perfect sense, honestly, because football gets you, like you said, it's the big ticket, it gets you to a proper college. Not as easy with wrestling. Um, and going from football to MMA, what was that transition going from? A combat sport like wrestling, which is also contact, to a contact sport that's not combat related, and back to a combat sport. Did you have to like refine that mentality, or was it always there for you?
1: Uh, that's one one thing that made it easy uh, the transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the fact that I had that mentality. Uh, yeah, you don't have to re. The mentality is always going to be there. You know, it's contact. It's just a different type of contact. You know, where you got to kind of you know change up some things and work at, uh, you know, work at a lot of more different things, you know, it's techniques, it's strategies, it's, it's a lot of things go into being an MMA fighter that I had to get used to. Okay,
0: uh, so you train uh, with, obviously, Stephen Wright. Oh, by the way, Stephen, thank you for so much for hooking this up. Uh, uh, You train with Stephen Wright. I'm assuming you do a yeah. lot of your striking with War Room MMA, and uh, also you go up at Rufus Sport. Can you tell mm-hmm. us about how you split time? No, no,
1: no. Uh, Rufus Sport, I did Rufus Sport, my management uh, at the time wanted me to go try it out mm-hmm. and, see, and, uh, and see if I liked it. So I did about two weeks there, and mm-hmm. it was it was cool. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, they trained hard, but I, tr- I split my time here at Fortis MMA, you know, ah. down here. Yeah, down here in Deep Ellum, you know, with Coach Safe Saad, you know, and all these guys they have down here. That's He's my head coach, and mm-hmm. Stephen Wright is my, you know, my head kickboxing coach, you know. So everybody kind of, uh, you know, has their own role that they play. In the career, but I do a lot of my training at uh, Fortis MMA. And then I I split, you know, Fortis and then Steven, you know, and then I'll split time between those gyms in Texas. And then I I would sometimes go shoot out to Fort Lauderdale and train with my brother down there at Hard Knocks, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I split my time with, with those two gyms.
0: Yeah. We're, uh, happens to be, uh, um, we're big, uh, we're big fans of what Fortis has been doing and a lot of the guys there. So that's actually really cool that you train there. I didn't know that. I couldn't find that information online. So it's interesting to know you train at Fortis, Stephen, with Stephen and also, uh, with your brother. Um, speaking of which, um, uh, what's, I know, I know you've spoken about how he's a big inspiration for you obviously. And that makes sense. He's your older brother considering he's accomplished. And obviously I'm look, I'm we're looking forward to seeing you make your own path as well. Uh, Is it a little? How does it work with being his brother? Does it does it kind of affect you negatively in any way, shape, or form? to people kind of like you feel maybe? Go ahead. Uh,
1: No, uh, I feel like it it doesn't affect me in any negative way. If anything, Mm -hmm. you know, if anything, it makes people like even opponents. Like I was talking about the other day. Like you know, everybody that I fought. You know how people say it's, it's just oh you know a regular opponent this and that. Anybody that I fought has came to want to take my head off. And of course you want to fight in any fight and be good, but you know what I mean, where it's a different edge. It's like he it's like their Super Bowl. You know, if they knock me off my last name, you know, it's like, okay, now I have this guy with his last name, his brother's the champion. I have that on my record. So that means that wish, that motivated me to take my game to a different level to make sure that every time I came in a competition, to make sure every time I came in the competition, it wasn't just it, you know, I did my best because mm-hmm. they were coming to give me their best. You know, so uh, it motivated me in a really good way.
0: So that's really interesting. And uh, one thing I actually want to ask you is your style is, I would say both of you uh, have developed uh, pressure styles um, coming forward. You're constantly aggressive. You're looking to, uh, you know, they're coming to take your head off, but it looks like you're doing the same thing too. Uh, what, how you're, I think maybe four years pro or something like that. You yeah. just- I, I started my first, my debut was
1: 2017. Right. Then and, and then I yeah I went 2017, then 2018, and uh, you know then I didn't fight. No, I went. I didn't fight in 2018. I fought in 2019, mm-hmm. and then now we're in 2020. Right. You know? And so I- yeah, so it's uh, MMA is a crazy sport, man. Because it's <laughs> you know it's, before you know it, I'm three years, three four years in now, you know, and it's like okay now, it takes a couple more years before you even hit your stride or your peak, you know. So I feel like even with my career, I, it's been moving rapidly. When you go to a lot of these other guys that, you know, and I've seen my my career was expedited, you know, and, and I would say a lot of it was to access to my brother, you know, in my name, but then me too, you know, at the end of the day, I got to get in there and fight. Yes. You know what I mean? If you get in there and fight, you lose, there's nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I got to get in there and I got to fight, I got to win. So I put that chip on my back and my momentum, you know, that's my momentum to go out there and prove, that I am special I deserve I, des- I deserve to be you know be here. I you know I didn't just do this just for a hobby or because mm-hmm. he was my brother. I did this cuz I knew I could be one of the best in the world at it.
0: Well, you certainly have the athletic background and we've seen it in the cage. You are I would say by heavyweight standards a a, a an extremely high level uh, mm-hmm. athlete and that's obviously going to help you. And one of the questions I want to know is because harking back to my interview with Stephen, he said that uh, earlier in his coaching career, he would Kind of have his system. And it was like that was what was going on. And that's what he was teaching. And then as he went along, he started to let the fighters incorporate what they feel works for them. How, right now, you're still young in your career. So are you more leaning towards just doing what's, you know, learning from your coaches? Or are you also saying, this feels good? Let me work with you on this.
1: Yes. I, I try to soak up from everybody. You know, like if I'm watching fights and I'm seeing Ingandu or anybody doing something that works. And then I go try it and I go see there's certain even Mike Tyson. When I watch Mike Tyson, there's certain positions, there's certain movements that he does that come natural. People look at his head movement and look at all this and that. And they're like, holy smokes. You know what I mean? But that comes natural to him. It's easy for him to sway his head left and right and do the little dance because he's a little, he's an undersized heavyweight, you know? So he had to really try to find ways to get under these tall opponents and come under them and attack them, you know, in different ways that they weren't used to. You know, so he built a style to match his size, his height, his weight. So everything that I try to do that I tell me and Steven talk about is he's why he's a great coach, too, is because, you know, we try to work with my strengths. You know, what can I do? What can I do? What am I good at? What am I successful at? What is going to make me excel against an opponent that's 6'8", against an opponent that's 5'10"? You know what I'm saying? So we work at these things that I know come natural to me that I can just do in a fight without thinking
0: about it. Mm-hmm. Uh- that and with regard to that, I actually just uh with your, your last fight, you won by first round knockout. Uh that was something that I actually wanted to uh talk to you about because you actually really timed that that right hand perfectly. And you you it was interesting to see someone who isn't working for so long and your earlier fights uh, you were more wrestle. You were more wrestling. Yes. You were coming straight at him. And this one, there wasn't even a hint of that. You were looking to set up that right hand from the get go. Was it just a confidence, a change in the confidence in your hands from your previous fights to that, and now you're starting to feel that confidence, and that's what's going to allow you to do that? Or is it more yes. specifically for him?
1: Yes, it was. It it was conf- You can say it was confidence, but in, in, in its in its it's cage time. It's fighting in general. You know, like, you have to fight to fight, <laughs> you know? Yeah, listen, if that makes sense, you have to fight to fight. You can't talk to fight, you know? We get in the cage and we fight, you know what I mean? I can't talk my whole life and say I'm a fighter. You know, you got a legit fight to fight. So each fight is different, you know? When I first got in there in the early stages of my career, the, what came natural to me was just I have to wrestle these guys right now because I don't feel confident in my hands yet. I don't feel like, you know, it's not that I'm not strong, I was always plenty strong, but I just don't feel comfortable throwing them. They're not coming natural. They're not, you know, coming out like, you know what I mean, like how they're <laughs> supposed to. So the, the thing, what came natural to me is if I grab this guy, I can take him down and I can control him, you know, like in football, and then I'd rather be, have somebody on his back and me controlling them than me standing up, getting hit. So, you know what I mean? So it came natural to me. And then when I got more comfortable and comfortable, I started realizing, because I in my mind I would think, what, it's, what did I excel at when I played football? It was being fast off the ball. I was jumping the snap. I could go get sacks. I could chase the ball down. I could do these things. Those, that's what made me different than other other football players. So then I said, okay, why, how would that translate to fighting? So I finally slowed. It's like I, I took the time in my mind to literally slow the fight down in my mind. Like I forced myself to slow it down by just completely slowing myself down, even if it looks like I'm not really doing anything. I'm, I'm really trying to slow my mind down so I can see the fight in the fight. And, and it's just like jumping the snap. I knew I could hit this guy before he reacted. You know? So mm-hmm. it, was, it was one of those things where it's just like I knew I could hit him before he hit before he even knew what was coming. So then I just did it, you know? It was,
0: <laughs> you I know? love that. I love that because you basically were like, I'm faster, I'm more athletic, I know what I can do physically, I just need to hit him at the right time. Exactly. So... That's really – you're taking advantage of your athletics, uh, athletic ability, and that's something that fighters should do.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's one thing I was learning to hone. I'm, I'm learning to hone it more and more because it's like when I think about it, like I'm, I'm like, man, God bless me with so much athletic ability. How can I translate that into the cage, you know? How can I show these people in the cage how athletic I am, you know? Because sometimes you'll get in a fight, and it's a sloppy fight, and you really can't show somebody your athletic ability because it just – you know, it's just not that – that type you know what I mean that fight absolutely you know? so it's like that, I, that's why I started understanding that I have to physically slow my mind down to a point where I you could let your athletics show you know your ability mm-hmm. show so I took my time I didn't want to rush it I just took my time with the guy I was just walking him down I was just walking him down I was just feeling I was just feeling and then I was just feeling and I just kept trying to see what he was doing and then just bop I just hit him
0: it was it was great and he was you could see the—you were doing the—I uh, I like to compare it to—I uh, would, would compare it to a, a Rumble Johnson where you, he's not throwing, but he's pressure, yes. pressure, 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 pressure with know, the footwork. Yeah, shout
1: out to Rumble. Shout out to Rumble, man. <laughs> I've been around Rumble. I've been around him a lot. I've trained in Rumble. Uh, I've got his energy. Like, guys like Rumble Johnson, Vitor Belfort, you know, Sugar Rashad Evans, Tyron Spahn. I've, I've soaked up all these, like, these are my brothers, like real, right. these are my legit real life brothers. And I've like soaked all their energy up and understand how they are. And you click with them because they're all alpha males, you know, and alpha <laughs> males represent all, you know, alpha males, uh, you know, connect with other alpha males. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, alpha knows who's an alpha and you all connect and you all like grow together, you know, and, uh, and I applaud to those guys. Cause they got me to this level now which uh, I just feel confident, you know? There's nobody I can't go in there and fight.
0: And uh, it's actually really interesting that you brought up specifically, like, I'm going to use my athletic gifts. That's what, they're my God-given talents. I'm going to use them because I actually, uh, we just interviewed uh, Curtis Blades. We just interviewed him. And he said the same thing. He's like, I could double leg them from across the cage. Why the hell shouldn't I? As I gain skills, as I gain more craft over time, and my athleticism might start to wane, that's when I could start changing my style, and I can use all those things. But right now, I'm a blast W. So.
1: Yeah, no, you're right, hundred percent. You know, I, and I blast up all day. You know, <laughs> I love wrestling. But now, when I'm getting to a point now that I'm, I, I like I see a lot of those guys, and you know, and a lot of guys like they're good at they're good. Don't get me wrong, they're good at striking. You know, but they excel like he excels a lot in wrestling. You mm-hmm. know, and his striking is okay. You know, like I'm not, it's not bad. He's getting better every, you know, everybody's improving every fight. So he's right. even getting better every fight. But it's like, why can't my striking be as good as my grappling? You know, right. that's where I, in my mind I think about it. That's why, I, like, I could have used my athleticism in every fight, which I did if you really look at if you go back to the beginning of my career. But I did it in a way where my first, everything was calculated for me. My first two fights I won by the same Kimura, you know. My, my, my third fight I was going to TKO the guy, and I did. Because that's what yeah. I wanted to do. You know, He's, my fourth fight. Yeah. My No, the second fight, the guy tapped. Right. The third fight, I TKO'd him. To, the ref stopped it from punches. My fourth fight, I lost by a decision to Dontel Mays. He's currently yep. in the UFC. I just watched you know, that fight, actually. Yeah. And, the, you know, and it's, I, I would love to have that fight back. Because he got me at the early stages of my career. You mm-hmm. know, when I didn't know anything. And he, and he beat me by a decision. You know? So, it's like... uh It was one of those fights that, you know, he got me at the early stages of my career, and I needed that, you know. I needed that fight because, you know, I was like, you know, somebody has to kill me in a cage for me to lose. So, for him to, you know, beat me that way, you know, and and stick and move, stick and move, and stick and move, it taught me a valuable lesson, you know, Mm -hmm. about the fight game. And in my fourth fight, I came in there. I won by decision Mm -hmm. because I wanted to, you know. My fifth fight, I came back in there again, TKO, you know, because I wanted to. And then my sixth fight, I wanted to knock the guy out, and I did. Yep. You know, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't want to TKO. I didn't want none of that. I wanted to KO, a one-punch knockout, and that's what I did. So I kind of wanted to achieve all the goals of what you're supposed to do in an MMA fight before I knew I was officially ready for the next level, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of the next level, you just signed to PFL, if I'm not mistaken, correct? So um, I I don't know what their deal is right now. I know they suspended operations at the moment. Uh, Hopefully they can book you soon. Um, But... One question I actually want to ask is because I asked this of wrestlers and I think it's a very, it's always interesting because I'm a, I do jujitsu. Uh, I've been training for eight years at Marcelo Garcia's in New York City. Yeah. So uh, I always wonder like wrestlers in the sport always tend to become the wrestle boxer, I guess, is the way of describing the the style. What are your thoughts on jujitsu and or submission grappling? Do you enjoy it? Is it something that you think you're going to be using significantly in your career or you think you're going to more do the more striking and wrestling.
1: Man, I'm not going to lie to you. And I've been really talking about this with my coaches too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do, I'm starting to do more jujitsu, more and more jujitsu. Like I want to tighten up that aspect of my game, you know, and I know jujitsu, but I'm saying I want to get to a point where I could be on a, a Gilbert Burns level or, you know, or, you know, or a Verdum level, you know, I want to be able to, because these guys are so gifted on the ground that it gets to, that it's, it's ridiculous, you know? And plus, I know my athletic ability. I can take anybody down, anybody, you know? So why, you know, why, why that be the end of it? Why do I just take a guy down now? I'm just, just trying to control this guy. Why not take him down and know exactly that if I get him down, he's completely done because whatever he's going to do, I'm three steps ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and then the thing with jujitsu that I love is you don't have to be strong to do it. Jitsu is finesse, it's movement, it's your body, it's angles. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know that's why it's, it was created. It's for these guys to beat these super big guys, these crazy guys that you know that come in and trying to throw hard bombs. You can just you know grab his legs and twist his legs and do you know do different things. So I want to get better at that because I know I'm very athletic. But if mm-hmm. I could match that with my jujitsu, I could be the I, I would definitely be the best in the world. You know, so mm-hmm. I definitely wanna uh, wanna tighten that game, tighten that aspect of my game up.
0: Do you plan on Actually. using uh, doing both gi and no gi, or you gonna strictly stick well, with no gi? both
1: yes because uh the gi prepares you for no gi and the aspect of it just gets you just better prepared and the conditioning is crazy too you know so you know just being in the gi and just training and it gets you in those positions that when you when you have a guy now that without no gi the the grips are just you know it just feels a lot better
0: absolutely and you you know somebody can control a much larger person with the gi so it it prevents you from just exploding out of positions and it forces you to be more technical in In your escapes. Um, exactly. Do you plan to do also some jujitsu competitions in addition to that, similar to, I, I guess, like Benson?
1: I haven't even really thought about it, but I'm, I'm open to it, you know, because <laughs> a lot of these jujitsu tournaments just turn into wrestling matches. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with it, you know. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I'm okay with it because that's really what it does. I'm just the more and more. You just go and see this, these matches. All these jitsu matches just turn into so just wrestling matches. That if you guy gets your arm, you're screwed. Or if you yeah. get your leg, you're screwed. You know, So just turn <laughs> into that.
0: <laughs> uh, you're describing my entire t- like first four years of hating wrestlers whenever yeah. I show up at a competition. Yeah, just, just hating them. You. They're
1: just they just grappling you, just trying to grab you. Yep. Just trying to, you know just, they just hold you
0: for the entire match with an you. advantage. Exactly. Exactly. Well, now, 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 I got sneaky. You shoot a takedown, I'm throwing an armbar right over the top, exactly. and it worked. It works. It works now because they're not so simple. It's not so simple to shoot when I'm when I'm when I'm shooting that armbar over. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Um, what are your uh, the PFL? I, I actually want to talk about this because I'm actually a big fan of their format. Their regular season, their playoffs, their their one million dollar prize for the championship. Uh, they seem to get their fighters way more fights. You know that they're much quicker. It's a uh, with compared to large organizations, which are maybe two, three fights if you're lucky per year. That's something was that part of your decision making with going to PFL that they would give you more fights?
1: Uh, yes, it was actually. It just the PFL just made sense
0: mm-hmm. at the
1: end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, of course, I want to be in the UFC with my brother. I want all my goals that I want to achieve. I'm going to achieve them. It's just it makes sense because I'm still early in my career, right? You know, why not get to the PFL and keep. Building keep growing and keep getting better at the same time making a good living. You know what I'm saying? Our dog's good living, you know, why not? You know, it's, it's it's common sense I can get better and make money before I, I go to a different, you know level and I'm and the PFL is at an extremely high level You know, but I'm saying I can get go over there keep going make money, you know, and plus this year, you know, it's if, You know, and if I go and fight and I win the title I go again you know, at the end of the day, why not? You know, and, and just keep going as an MMA fighter and getting better. The UFC is not the only organization that you can go to to make a living for yourself. You know, and uh, and I feel like just that the name alone it holds that weight. You know, the UFC, everybody just wants that name, but it's like I never cared about that. You know, and that's what I told everybody. All these, you know, everybody asked me, I never cared about the name, man. I got into this to be able to feed my family you know, and, and survive, you know, I didn't care about the name. I didn't care about none of that stuff. You know, that stuff doesn't bother me. You know, I just want to win.
0: And also you don't have to deal with dumb trash talk. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> is, is that something that you like have no patience for? Cause I, I'm sure you see it that, you know,
1: it's, it's not necessarily. I don't have no patience for it. I just don't, man, we're going to fight. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you could trash talk because certain people get hype and psyched in their own ways. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell it because in football, I talk shit, you know, you know, I'm gonna be honest, you know, who did it? You know, in football, you talk, you know, you talk smack, you know, that's just normal for you to do. You know, it's just a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like Absolutely. So even in fighting, fighting has humbled me, you know, in the aspect of like, I'm gonna fight. So I let my talking in the cage, my preparation that's built me to where I'm going to let my talking, you know, I can talk trash off. and knock you out. You know what I mean? I'll get it in like, ah, oh, you know, I, that's what I did. I, all my hard work paid off in the cage, you know? So I, that's for me, that's the reward. I don't, I don't need to talk trash.
0: I, I, I wholeheartedly subscribe to that. I just want to see the fight. I don't care about the exactly. lead up so much. I, if yeah. it makes you money, then fine. But if not, yeah. just, just please fight.
1: Man, you're going to hit each other. We're about to hit each other in the face, man.
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter what you said. At all. Um, I'm not sure how much time I still have you for, but uh, you, you brought up how you were doing things in each fight that you wanted to do. Is that your approach to training and overall in the cage where you work on something and you're like, I'm going to apply what I'm working on specifically in the cage? Or is it more like, I'm going to use my A game and build up the other games type of thing? Uh,
1: uh, I'm kind of, uh, let me, uh, I think, I, I think I'll kind of understand what you're saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically,
0: uh, basically for me,
1: I just, I work on every aspect of my game. I want to, I want, I want to be, I want to do everything better than you. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Simple as that. I want to get in there and I want to grapple better than you. I want to strike better than you. There's no place in the fight you're going to take it that I'm not better than you at. And that's how my mentality goes into it. Even my strength training it goes into every aspect of me in general as my aura. I want to do everything better than you. That's my competition level. And me and my brothers, we've always been like that. You know, mm-hmm. my brother wrestled. I wanted to be better than him. You know, he won the belt. I want to win the belt easier. You know, I'm, I, certain things, you know, certain things you want to just do because it's the competition in us and we're very competitive. And we've been like that for a long, ever since we were born. We're just been It's our nature, you know, so that's what got me to this point now. And I'm just going through my journey and I'm realizing that this journey is, for me, is really special and it's mine. Like, I'm going to go to the PFL now and go into this PFL tournament and do all these great things. You know, I'm excited for this journey. And uh, and I'm just glad that uh, my game is just evolving. And, you know, and I just want to do everything better than every, my opponent. Um,
0: I That perfectly sums up exactly what I asked. You did understand my question. Um, so... Uh the the other thing I wanted to know is uh I've asked this to to someone else and I want to know, uh you said it's slowing it down earlier, slowing it down so you can kind of like yes. use your athleticism at the right time. One thing that we've seen with, with athletic fighters is they can kind of um I guess the term would be skip steps, skip technical steps, because they you could just do things other people can't. It's yes. just the way it is. How do you avoid how do you and your coaches avoid that pitfall?
1: Uh, repetition. Uh, we rep it and rep it and rep it and rep it because I'm so because that was one of the things that that was that was happening to me in my early stages of my career that I was just so athletic that I would skip steps that I could easily just you know like even a takedown instead of me properly attacking and exploding in the right way I could just just grab somebody and slam them you know and it's like you can't do that to everybody. And the higher the levels that ha- you're going to have to get through some people with technique, you know, and, and we have to learn that now before we get to those levels, you know, before we get there. And, and it's like, dang, you know, why didn't he learn this earlier in his career? You know, I want to be able to, I want all the techniques to be down, I want everything to be down. So when I get to that level, which I'm on my way to, I'm real close to, I can, um, you know, I can show these guys that I'm very skilled in every aspect of the of the fight game.
0: Uh. I, I mean, my final main question is uh, sparring. Uh, what is your personal thought process on it on hard sparring versus yeah. technical sparring? How often do you do it uh, versus the team? Are you kind of in line with them or you're like, no, i this is where I feel comfortable doing no, Give me your thoughts
1: see, on. It. yeah, in that aspect of in that aspect of uh, of, of the question, uh, I do a lot of my sparring in uh, in Fortis MMA with Saif, and you know they have Alonzo Mendefield, Tyron. Uh, they have you know we have a uh, span, you know we have uh, you know we have a lot of guys. We have Jungle, Bo- you know we have Kennedy, you know, uh, and we have a lot of tall guys, explosive guys. Mm-hmm. So sparring is crazy, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's. That's the day you go in and everybody's quiet. Everybody's ready to go and focus. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those days. It's like kind of in football where you know coach is going to be there. And can you imagine a, a, a cut day? You don't want to get cut. You know? And, and Saif <laughs> is like a general. You know? So, like, those days, it's like it's like general. You know? It's like the ultimate general you can think of. You know, when he comes in the room, everybody stands up, you know, and salutes, you know, almost like that type of energy. You know? So, when it's Spawn day, you know, his energy there and his presence makes sparring day so much harder because, you know, you want to, because you want to please them, you know, you want to, you want to show them, you want to show them that you know what you're doing, you're learning, you're explosive, you're achieving your goals in other aspects of your training, you know, like your strength and conditioning is going well. You want all that to show in your sparring. So, you know, it's almost like you want to impress them, you know, but into a certain extent, you just want to push. You know, and and it's just he makes it so he makes it an event. You know, and uh, don't get me wrong. Every day is inspiring day. Tuesdays are the hard days. So Tuesday come around, you know what day? You know what Tuesday is gonna be. Tuesday gonna be hard sparring day.
0: You better show up on Tuesday. Oh
1: my goodness! You <laughs> better show up on Tuesday. You know, and we and when you leave, when you leave Tuesday, it's the hardest thing. Well,
0: um, actually, you brought. Uh, just one thing to pull from that, the strength and conditioning you brought up, uh, how do you, where, where does your strength and conditioning program fit into your actual uh, uh, mixed martial arts training, jiu-jitsu boxing, whatever it is? How much of it do you do in comparison to that? Is it a daily not, thing? Is it three times a week?
1: Yeah, for me, my strength and conditioning is everything. Uh, I, let, I let my strength and conditioning take me into everything else because it, it's designed around me, you know? So mm-hmm. every day is not just going heavy weights. Tuesday could be a, a, a flexibility day, you know, Wednesday could be a core day, you know, Thursday could be a legs day, but I do something, I still kind of keep that football mentality that I go in and do something every day, almost to a certain that, that kind of like rolls over to the next thing, you know, gotcha. what I mean? it's Course. almost like I try to build a schedule up to, I do something on Monday that I know is going to roll over to me, helping me out on a Tuesday for sparring you know, or just, so everything is building like a puzzle. So you can constantly building, you know, building the puzzle up to be the best it can be. Mm
0: -hmm. Is it you who makes most of your strength and conditioning program for yourself or you have coaches who, Oh no, I have my strength coach
1: that designs it, but he builds it around our schedule. So once Mm -hmm. we know what, you know, what days of jujitsu, what days of striking, what days of this, we, he, he carves, then we then carve out a schedule that, that best suits that. So, you know, it's simplified for us.
0: Uh, Last question. If you had to kind of map out what your plan is, assuming things kind of get back to normal, uh, what what is your, I guess, you know, next few year plan? Is it just you're only focusing right now on the PFL and then after that you'll think about the UFC or whatever it might be? Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, At the end of the day right now, I'm, you know, just the country opens back up fully. We start back fighting. I go in. I win my fights. You know, when my fights in the PFL, win the belt, win my million dollars, then sit down and reevaluate and then talk to my coaches and my team and then see who comes to the table, you know, and then we, you know, of co- all the organizations are going to come to the table, but we're going to see who has, you know, who's, who's, you know, who, at the end of the day, who's ready to, who has the best offer. You know, you come to the table and then you see, then you go to the next stage,
0: you go to the next step, you know. Uh Thank you so much. Uh, the one thing I want to make sure that people realize is you're in the f- sport of prize fighting. Anybody who's listening to this needs to know you're in the sport of prize fighting. Your mentality is this is about making money. Exactly. And, I I, and, and that I don't
1: sugarcoat it, man. I love it. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I love it, man. And since football, it gives me, it gives me a rush that I, want to say I got from football, but this is a different rush.
0: You yeah. know, it
1: gives me a rush that it's like no other. I'm, I guess I'm an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> you know, but, it, it, you know, I think about us, I guess that's what we are as fighters. We're adrenaline junkies. But it gives me a rush that uh, I can't describe. And I love it. But, you know, don't get don't get it twisted. You know, we, we do this to feed our families. You know what I mean? If that was the case, then you could just go on the streets and fight everybody every day. You know, we do this to feed our families and we excel in it. And it's not that, you know, people get the notion that fighters are this and that. You know, once I'm done with the cage and leave there, I'm a different person. You know what I mean? I'm just a regular person. I want to go eat chips, watch TV, you know, relax. You know, try to stay on my diet. You know, and and just and go excel at it. But in general, we're just regular people, man, that want to feed our families. So you know, I that's that's me.
0: Well, Mohammed, thank you so much for joining me. It was an absolute pleasure. Uh, you ended up staying for more than twice the amount of time you said, you know, oh, man, I really no appreciate problem,
1: it. No problem, man. No
0: problem.
1: Pleasure. Yeah. It was good conversation, man. Good energy. And, uh, that's the number one thing with me, man. When
0: energy is good, life's good. Hell yeah. I'm with you hundred percent. And with that, um, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been, had the pleasure to have Muhammad. Isman. Before we go, is there anything you want to shout out your Twitter, your Facebook, anything you want to make sure people follow any sponsors you want to just shout out?
1: Uh, yeah, man. I would like to just thank you know all my fans, everybody that supported me up to this point. You know my family, you know my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sister. I just at the end of the day, you know this coronavirus and everything that's happened has really showed us, man. Like you gotta just love your family. You know life is short, man. You know h- hug your family, kiss your family, love your family. You know because you know one day we'll be here, the next we won't. So let's just make the best of you know our time here and. And just love our family and love ourselves, man. And just, you know, just live a peaceful life.
0: I cannot end anything better than that. So thank you again for joining me. Make sure you visit the Fight site. Make sure you check out the Patreon. Check us out on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, all that. Stitcher, Apple, and Spotify. I think I got all that correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much again, Mom. It really was a pleasure. I really appreciate it.
1: No problem, man. Pleasure of mine.